What's good, everybody? This episode of the podcast is sponsored by DistroKid. They are the go-to for digital music distribution and the easiest way for musicians to get your music onto Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, TikTok, YouTube, and more. They offer unlimited uploads, and artists keep 100% of their earnings in stores 10 to 20 times faster than any other distributor. Fastest payouts. They help out with automatic splits, cover song clearance, and all kinds of other amazing tools and templates to help you get the most visibility for your releases. I dig this company and really appreciate their business model that offers more features than any other distributor at the most affordable price possible for solo musicians, bands, studio artists, DJs, and any other creators that are producing music in their home. And they also offer label services as well. They're distributing over a third of the world's digital music at this point. And the best part about DistroKid sponsoring the podcast is that they are offering Dan Cable Presents listeners 30% off your first year of membership, making their already affordable services even cheaper. Check out the link in the episode notes. I will also put it in my Instagram bio in the link tree. Click that link and it will give you 30% off your first year of service. Super stoked to have DistroKid sponsoring the podcast and can't thank them enough for their support of this thing. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Produce Row Cafe in Portland, Oregon. This spot offers free live music every Thursday night throughout the summer from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Sunday brunch tunes from noon to 2 p.m. with DJs spinning vinyl. Lots of dance parties both day and night are on the summer calendar as well, featuring events from Global Based and other promoters. They are located in inner southeast Portland, and aside from offering free music every week on their patio, they've got a killer brunch menu on Saturdays and Sundays. The Migas and the breakfast sandwich are lights out, and the lunch and dinner menu doesn't slack either. Come through and check out some tunes over there at Produce Row Cafe, as well as their new summer seasonal cocktail menu. This is a great spot to grab some food and some drinks and enjoy some tunes with friends or family. Appreciate Produce Row being a supporter of the podcast and the local Portland music community. Now let's start the show. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program once again. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Tuesday. And if you want to help support this thing in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars. If you feel like it is deserving of so, can't say thank you enough to the people that have already taken the time to leave those reviews. It's just a great way to contribute to the growth and sustainability of this thing and uh, just propel this thing into the tops of the iTunes charts so uh, strangers get 
hip to it. If you're not listening on Apple, just hit like, follow, subscribe wherever you are listening from. Tell a friend about the podcast. Share it somewhere. Check out the monthly playlist I've been dropping every first of the month on Apple and Spotify. The July one is there. Stay tuned for the August one coming at you next week. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of great music here in Portland, Oregon as of late. Lots of local shows I've been able to uh, go out to. There was a really cool showcase on Monday night at Mississippi Studios. And uh, my big takeaway from that was getting to see the Max for the first time live. And I had listened to the Max couple times before checked out their record thought they had some cool tunes and uh, then I saw the live show and it's one of my my favorite local live shows that I have seen in a while just uh, I don't know who the person is that that fronts the band I don't know anybody in the band but uh, they all go in very heavy on their instruments uh, just killing musicians but the lead singer just the entire show just the uh the amount of conviction that this dude performs with is just kind of that that undeniable thing and it felt like it was a very um authentic thing I guess I I honestly was just going to check out maybe they were the last band to play and I'd been there for a while and I was just gonna check out maybe one or two songs and you know and be on my way and every time I thought I was going to leave, they would start the next song, and I, I just couldn't. It was just so fucking good. So Portland, the Max, crazy good, like psych rock band, um, just incorporating a lot of, of different genres into the thing. And then Corgi and Bass played over at Mississippi Studios this past Saturday night, and they always just put on such an amazing show just uh alex Meltzer and bear brown two of uh the best musicians in the city i think and also just two of the nicest people that i've met since uh starting this podcast many years ago so that was a killing show and julia Logue opened it was my second time getting to see julia play and uh she's amazing her voice her vocal control mic control just uh the pitch it's it's all there she she has got it all on the uh on the vocals and i love what she does with uh the vocal effects as well and her uh her control for those as well was just killing over at mississippi studios one of the coolest venues in the in the city of portland oregon highly recommend if you are just coming through this city for a few days you try to see something there whatever it is you try to see something there or doug fur but uh yeah julia Logue, check out her tracks her band so good i just had yuck god on the podcast the other day we we did a chat and that episode will come out in the next couple weeks yuck plays bass for julia but is also just a uh multi-instrumental genius and uh, a killer rapper and producer and all around great guy so i'm stoked to release that episode it was my uh my first time getting to see sam mendoza play guitar for julia i think last time this dude miguel played and man sam just crushed it yeah her whole band amazing so 
some good local shows. Stoked to uh, see some more stuff. If you are listening to this on release day or thereabouts this Thursday, July 28th, my birthday, um, there is a, a rose tinted show over at Holocene and rose tinted is this very cool group made up of these amazing musicians and they have this residency that they've had ongoing over there at uh, Holocene for a while. I talked to Alex Meltzer about it on the uh, episode that he and I did uh, four months back or so and it's still going on and this Thursday it is featuring Mal London who was on this podcast many years ago and just one of my favorite rappers and artists in the city so I'm excited for that they they just do this very cool set and feature a different MC each week so that's going on at Holocene this Thursday night that's where you can find me on my birthday hanging out over there at Holocene but just overall great to be seeing some music and and connecting with some uh some folks in the city getting uh hip to some new projects and diving into some some old projects and some people that i've been keeping up with for uh quite some time which kind of brings us to episode 318 the return of some aliens this one is uh it's buttered it's liquored it's uh off the rails at times but this was just a fun backyard hang with these dudes over at Bryson the Aliens place with uh, other members of some aliens just Alpha and Tez this is uh, easily the fifth time Bryson has been on the podcast and I think Alpha's uh, fourth but just to provide some context for the importance of some aliens being episode 318 first off it symbolizes a six plus year friendship with Bryson and Alpha in some form. Often, you know, catching up on the mics is is the time I get to see them outside of shows in Portland and whatnot. But Some Aliens was on episode 18 of the podcast when I was recording out of Mountain Air Studios in the Brooklyn neighborhood of Portland, Oregon. Shout out Mountain Air Mike, who hosted and engineered those sessions. We uh, used to have a lot of live performances amidst the interview and those videos are still all up on the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which I know is not as active as it once was, but uh, there's still a big archive there and the Some Aliens performances are some of my favorites that are up there. But uh, Some Aliens were on episode 18 of the podcast and I ran into Alpha and Bryson at a show right around the time I was dropping episode 100 of the cast and they were stoked that I was still doing it and uh, to celebrate they said that they would love to be on episode 118 so we did that and the tradition now continues they were on episode 218 as well and uh, so God willing 418 they will guest on that one too and, and every other episode that ends in 18 so if you know you know if you don't catch up i think 218 is a cool entry point and maybe slightly more focused than this chat was but uh nonetheless great to see these dudes and to have tez in the mix to bring some new energy this time it was my first time meeting him on that day that we recorded this one and 
love all these dudes and wish them success with their uh, their new families. Bryson and Alpha are both raising young kids now, and exciting to see how uh, life keeps on moving by, and both of them just kind of keep cranking out the tunes and, and new ideas and making sure that they are uh, carving out time for that, which is great to see so i hope you enjoy this casual backyard hang we went deep and uh also bryson remains the shout out king i should make a comp from all the episodes we've done of just bryson shout outs and and see uh see what that equates to time wise it's uh it's amazing it's great i love it and uh, i feel like it's just a part of a some aliens bryson the alien episode and uh if you dig what you hear the links will be in the episode notes. Lots of music to check out from uh, both Bryce and the Alien and Alpha, just Alpha together. They've got a lot of stuff that they've done together. And then Bryson has some stuff that he's been working on with other producers and uh, whatnot. So uh, check those out. Links in the episode notes along with the sponsors for the podcast. Appreciate those folks continuing to support if you are in the portland oregon area i've got a couple dj gigs going on this weekend july 29th this friday i will be at satellite tavern from 6 p.m to 8 p.m that's a newer spot in north portland off interstate and killingsworth they've got a great patio set up over there and there's going to be music there on the weekly so keep up with them for uh, more information about that and then this sunday july 31st i will be over at north 45 from 4 p.m to 6 p.m always a good time over at north that patio is killing as well and i'm excited to uh to keep doing some djing it's been great to be doing this regularly it's one of uh my favorite things to do right now and really uh just look forward to getting to do these sets so my instagram handle is in the episode notes as well if you want to keep up with the uh the dj gigs that i have got going on also hungry hungry hip-hop is this coming sunday july 31st 8 p.m mississippi pizza great monthly showcase last sunday of the month hosted by mg my goon some old school dan cable presents alumni hosting that thing on the monthly if you want to check out what's going on in the local portland hip-hop scene they are always featuring a lot of great beat makers and mcs things of that nature and uh first thursdays over at produce row cafe southeast portland don't miss the jeff chilton trio there every first thursday from 7 p.m to 9 p.m produce row cafe all right let's do this thing episode 318 hope everybody is doing well out there big thanks to bryson alpha and tez for meeting up and getting on the mics with me bryson has been doing a lot of work with a group called uap lately which is a collab project from he and pioneer 11 out of los angeles dig the music they've been making together and uh to kick off this episode this is one of their tracks called snakes it features the great chester watson and it is available on all the streaming services let's do the damn thing spaceship can fill the whole city on it no exaggeration put my city on it being rapping each and every moment 
Tolerated your fourth, fifth time on the podcast. I feel you. Well, it's my first. Yeah, that's true, Montez. Yeah. You get the pass for like anything along those lines. This is funny though. This kind of like reminds me. This is very much like in the spirit of the the first true, podcast bro. I did with you, Bryson. Because yeah, like boy. when I reached out to you originally, I had like no idea. Um, that there was like a some aliens collective you know i just knew about bryce and the alien and i reached out to this dude and invited him to like come through the studio to do this session and you're like is it cool if i bring some people with me and it was just you know like a crew of people who uh made up the some aliens crew at this time so now we have you know got got montez in the mix now yeah man you know another new addition to uh to the podcast to uh you know, further this tradition of uh, all episodes that end in 18. We're still, we're still at it. Still at it. Six years later. Girl, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like this up for that. <laughs> right, and in that first episode, I was just in the background. Just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? You, you were just along for the ride, you know? You weren't part of the performance that day. And then slowly... Slowly, you were, you know, not just in the background, and we were having more focused chats where you were involved in the the production of shit going yeah. on and whatnot. One of the best decisions I ever made. <laughs> That's crazy how that works out, man. Give my my homie the alley oop. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that. Like six years is a decent amount of time to to go by since you know the first time that we. Uh, we all got together so i was just you know maybe we can just like uh use that as the jumping off point of like things changing and and passing by and whatnot but like i don't know like what do you uh what do you see like what some aliens is 
now like at this current state and just like just overall like whether collectively or individually like where do you see like the most growth i guess creatively or just like in general since uh you know the first time we crossed paths six years ago yeah man no doubt i feel like the mission is still the same to uh elevate the music uh make creative stuff make dope stuff yeah i feel like the mission's still the same you know we we still the, we still the same people man uh we just we just grown a lot i guess the the main difference is now like we all got little families and whatnot so the mission's still the same but we just have uh way more on our plate <laughs> than, than six years ago it's not just me running around or just alphas like we we had, we had kids now so so that's that's cool but it's you know what I mean other than that same same people you know what I mean we like the same like the same stuff you know um I thought like it was a whole different time in uh music facts yeah because I feel like when we back in that first interview I feel like that was like the end of the blog era not gonna say blog era but having dope music is enough era yeah to where now it's like you need you can have the dopest song but now you gotta have dope content dope swag like mm. it's just more that you have to bring with your music to than when we first was on the first episode you know what i'm saying so we definitely now really trying to because you know we we're we're our generation is the we're that cusp of the information age so us we're we we'll we'll drop a mixtape put some cds out like that's the kind of stuff we on <laughs> naturally but we can't really be like that the way, the way the game is right now so yeah. i feel like we just really trying to learn like i ain't gonna say learn but well, i mean we're always learning but now Adj we're adjusting more, too because more focused on making content than before yeah. i feel like that's kind of where i come in too like i do the the photos and uh we do we shoot videos in my, my house and stuff and <laughs> make stuff happen make stuff look good and send it out for production so yeah it's helpful I, that's that's got to be helpful then just to even have like the new energy and other people excited about what's happening yeah. and just bringing in you know ideas to to bounce off the wall and see like what works because i think that's like the nice thing is that like a lot of the shit even though there is like maybe this pressure to keep visibility high and whatnot like it's pretty low risk to like kind of try something too. like if you have the tools to do so or the people around you that have like the right gear and stuff you know facts yeah definitely yeah it's just you know when you're independent you have to you have to to, to build everything you know what i mean you got to build the steps you know you got to get the camera you got to get somebody you not know, use the camera you know all, all yeah. these things and you know it takes more than one person you know what i mean yeah. I can't rap and hold the camera in front of my face, and you know, it's like it's, yeah. it just takes a it just takes a team, not a huge team, but a team, and everyone just has to like zone in on on what they're bringing to the table, and yeah. when everybody do it, it just works out, and it's great. Where do you think like the desire though to even like alpha? What you're talking about is like how much shit has changed, and you're trying to learn. So like, where is the desire to even want to learn how to like keep up? with what's happening i guess you know i feel like it's the desire is the uh that's just that's just raw passion like and i feel like 
for somebody like us is like, man, I feel like we put so much work in. It's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to, I don't know, get some good fruit from the labor, you know? Yeah. So I feel like then that's right nowadays, it's the best way to just get people on your squad. And I don't mean like to help you. I mean, like, I hate to say fans, but just to connect with people. Support. To con- be able to connect and touch with people. Now they want to see more than back then where, you know, you just had to rap good. Yeah. Because with, with the phones and how Instagram and everything is. They want everything. You want everything because you have access to everything. So now you got to bring everything because they're already getting everything and they're used to getting more than just. Now we're seeing people, they they're their lives and wrapping in their lives. So now we're used to seeing these people's lives. Now I want to see your life so I can connect with you. That that interaction you know? element, you know, it's not like 20 years ago where you had to read a magazine or watch an interview or video. Now it's like now you can DM these people at will. And on top of that, they don't expect you to answer too. Because if you don't, you act, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's like when you're not... You probably get a passport when you're kind of mainstream or whatever, because it's kind of the consensus, like, you're really big, so, of course, you don't have time. But, like, when you're indie and you're yeah. up and coming and they seen you in the city and they seen you in shows, like, they they expect that. And they're not wrong for that either. It's just, that's just the expectation now. It's like you got to be this obtainable entity of sort, I guess. I don't know. But it's dope, though. Like, I like, I like being hands-on. Like, I like the era we in because... I like being able to, to, to connect directly with people, but it's also more work. I would imagine that also comes from, like, maybe the positive interactions that you've had with, like, some people that you really dig, like the relationship that, like, maybe you formed with, like, Fat Tony over the yeah, over the last, man. like, few years that's, and stuff. Like, that's my buddy. That, that's a dude that is seems to be, like, very responsive to the people that support him. Like, I saw him when I was on this, this recent tour the band I was on tour with played the Norman, Oklahoma music festival. Mm-hmm. Fat Tony played that, that festival as well. I saw him perform and whatnot. And like, um, I filmed like a part of his set and posted it on a story or whatever and tagged him. And the next day, you know, just get like, not, not a response, not some like text response, but an actual voice message response. Like, hey dan like thanks for coming out you know thanks for supporting and whatnot and and i know that i'm not the only one that he did that to and i don't think that that's necessarily like make makes it insignificant or like less personal i just thought that that was like what a like next level to go to like actually leave a a voice message which like is uh i don't know it it felt different you know and and that's you know, fire. he did it to like a few people that right. I was with too. So I like I I right. understood that this was like, oh, this is something that either Fat Tony does or something that he's trying, and like I appreciate that. Uh, so dope. That yeah, I don't I know. Just seen that, that reach, function that on, reach. On, on the phone recently. Now you can just do it, like instead of text, you just press the yeah the audio uh, thing and just talk. Yeah, that's it's gotta be a step up. Gotta be a step up. Yeah, no nah, man. Shout out Fat Tony, man. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, cool he's a yeah, he's a real cool dude. We had fun with him when he came out here. He showed his love. He kept it real when he came out here. Yeah. He didn't do the regular uh, artist thing. Oh, I'm gonna go to the venue, then go to the hotel, and then leave. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? He, granted, you know, his fight was late, but he did what he, he did all he could do out here. Yeah. He, like, talked to you guys. Absolutely. Like, treated you like people <laughs> that were also performing and yeah. and not just, uh you know, some people that were there right. to hold the door open for him. Hey, I, I seen him throw some ones. Yeah, like, it gets no. I find that's as real as it gets. Yeah, <laughs> like, you I'm, I'm so glad you said uh, that. Man, I was I, trying to be like, damn, I, we got to talk about we, what we did. We, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I see that, that there. And in the Portland, in a Portland, uh, he went to a popular Portland one. Yeah, club. But it does seem to be like about like finding that that balance as far as like that interaction of it being like like participating in it, but not letting it like hit the ego too hard yeah, and whatnot man. of just like oh also i need to focus on the thing that got me here and not like the content all the time so like that's true I, yeah do you find that to be a rough balance to achieve especially i don't know man it's just just so much fucking yeah. demand it seems or maybe it's like demand that we have created like created like in our heads in some way that we like we it's just like oh if i don't post something today then i'm i'm irrelevant (laughs) now you know it's like (laughs) especially Mm -hmm. like Uh, i don't yeah i i mean i know that other artists experience this too i feel like maybe mine comes at it from a similar but different angle sometimes of that like it's like i i'm like a media outlet in some weird way i'm not like that's not like i don't know but you're trying to be but like that like that's like what my show is i guess it's like some piece of media i guess so it's like i don't want it to i i want people to know that i'm still doing it because like most people don't because they don't see anything like because of the algorithm you know you get like so many people that you know like follow you on it on social media and they're just like oh are you still doing the thing and it's just like yeah i'm (laughs) it's it's all here it's all it's all right here so uh yeah i don't know those pressures are are real for for me at times i like have to definitely like put it in check sometimes and just have to like try not to pay attention so does that ring true for all of you I feel like you can definitely get caught up in the whole, I got to be um, an influencer along with an artist. You can definitely, and it's and I feel like there's ways around it. Yeah. I feel like there's ways to do both. You just have to, everybody's not the same. So you got to figure out which, which works for you, you know. Yeah. I feel like if you do things in stages, do your creating thing in one stage and then the next stage do your social media thing so that way you're not you know you already focused on creating what you're creating blocked out all that like because you're not focused on that now you can go ahead and focus on that now you don't have to worry about creating because you already know what you made was dope because you didn't spend that that first that's what that stage one was you knew it was raw Everybody told you, you knew it's ready. Sounds good. Okay, now go do what you need to do to be that Instagram dude because how that's how the game is set up or, you know, social media guy. I mean, you know, that's just how it is. That's what I'm that's what I'm observing. Yeah. And I feel like that's what that way helps. Cuz when I I mean, I used to 
do a video every week yeah man yeah i feel like you were on that like pretty early of just like being you know we i think we talked about that like a lot on this podcast of just like you being like pretty early as being like a producer that was like putting out videos you know just like instrumentals and shit with visuals and going hard on that yeah i was i i and truth be told you know we i gotta you know history gotta repeat itself but with that when i was doing that i already had the beats right then i already had the clips so now it's like i i wasn't worried about doing it all at once when i first got here bryson was showing me something i was like he was the first producer i've seen ever that to do all that i was like daddy doing videos and everything yeah man and just yeah on the weekly is it i don't know there's something to like stepping back from it too though like when you're doing it like that yeah. i think like to not yeah. get burnt out on it well i don't know if it was burnout but i know that those videos are like more like vlogs And I wanted to start doing uh, actual, like, music videos. And I did start doing, like, you know, because those videos, Bryson behind the camera. Now, there's no disrespect <laughs> to Bryson or nothing, but he filmed 100% of all yeah. that. Like, 100% of all that. Dang. All, all those clips, everything was filmed by Bryson. Like, and he, like he's not, he ain't coming to the game as a videographer or, you know, he didn't go to school to find angles. Right. So he yeah. did all, he filmed all those clips. So, yeah, we were just running. We was just running. We was just, so. We had shows and whatnot. So just. But I wanted to do more like conceptual stuff with the videos. Yeah. Cause then, cause I felt like, you know, maybe I was just in my head, but I just feel like people looked at those videos as, you know, the little mixtape videos as. Yeah. That's how your stuff is. Mm. You're not official. Mm yeah and then i'm sure it hit other people like maybe similarly how it hit me where it just like felt like very like diy and like kind of right. like had this like punk yeah. rock spirit to it because it is just like people like just like filming shit they think is cool but not really like having any proper you know foundation for like how it's supposed to be done right so you're just like i don't know you're breaking rules that exists that you don't know you're breaking and yeah. you're just like i don't know you're making something at least maybe different at that point because you like you don't have any technique in what you're doing for real i mean i still got i still got videos on the way and i mean if you know me like i'm not gonna i'm gonna put a video to it because that's just that's the wave i'm on you know that's just that's just me that's how i just feel like Sometimes the beat need a visual. Like it just can't stay with the yeah. like the beat too hard. Like I had to, you got to see something. <laughs> like you can't, you got to see something. So. so exciting to see producers and beat makers starting to tour more like have these right. circuits where they're doing shit live and i think a big part of it is the the visual element to it like most of them are traveling right. with some sort of 
visuals right. like burnt just like brings it absolutely yeah. like next level 100 percent, 100 percent. and you know and, and back then too we also did a lot of uh videos for like the uh the tapes we dropped yeah 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 there was always we did, we did a out. video for each song on uh on one on little big brother yeah uno yeah so yeah that was fun that's fun that, that was but at the same time it's like you know i like doing videos like, i like to film and, and edit but you know i'm producing we rap so it's like mm. yeah i mean that's also another thing it's just like if you're doing that stuff then you're not making the music too so it's that's why you know that's the stages you know yeah yeah it's been cool been cool with Taz being here and just kind of filling that role of just being on the the cam and whatnot so it's tight though you know it was tight that I got the experience doing it but now someone I feel like that's better than me at it is you know what I'm saying doing it and I'm learning you know but I'm always going you know Get mine off every now and again, you know what I mean? Because I got I got ideas and whatnot, yeah. especially for the UAP stuff. But yeah, man, just another element, you know. We're like visual dudes, so yeah, man. I'm definitely more confident behind the camera rather than in front of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about your uh, your background a little bit, like in you know doing some some filming of, of any sorts. Like, when did you get interested in that that type of stuff? I really got interested back like back white right when i got married so like four years ago okay um me and my wife were doing some things she got into youtube and i wanted to help her out so i got behind the camera and it just kind of took off from there as i had to get better at it to yeah. make sure she had what she needed to have so her stuff took off and i came here and decided to help these guys out and been doing good ever since i feel like you just kind of like learn everything on your own then watching youtube videos and and stuff like that well, as far as you know dialing in setup and learning techniques and whatnot well uh my wife bought me like a subscription to to something or whatever where they teach you how to do stuff i forgot what it's called how would you do like a master class or some shit something like that <laughs> so, something like that yeah. but like lighting and all that jazz okay like, yeah we did a little class cool. on that and the, like the specific camera that i use as well yeah, man. Uh, me and Taz go way back, you know. He's from where I'm from, in Toledo, you know what I mean? And I met him through his his cousin, his cousin Mark. I was like 12, 11, 12. Like 13, 13. 14, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met Mark at 11, but I like, oh, I, yeah. I like met you later. Yeah. But yeah, so we were even working on music and stuff then, too, you know, so... Yeah, man. It's cool to have him here, and I'm happy he's having having fun. That's what it's all about. You've been seeing this dude do music for a long time. A long time. Oh, okay. I was there back when he first started with B-Rad OG. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> bro, I have, yeah, bro. I yeah. have other aliases. Hell yeah. Other aliases for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had our own little rap group and everything. Uh, we put out a couple songs and stuff, but... We they weren't like really master or anything like that, yeah. so we didn't they didn't go anywhere. I didn't know nothing about that shit at the time. I was yeah. just throwing uh, we some just, stuff to the left, we were just trying <laughs> some stuff everything. to the right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just panning, panning and hoping. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, but it's definitely fun. But oh uh, man, yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn, is it is it cool to just kind of like see the 
the growth or like how far he's kind of like taking it then. I already just, knew he was going to take <laughs> yeah. it this far. When I was little, I was like, oh man, this dude is definitely going to be taking it somewhere. Um, I'm definitely proud of him. It's nice to like see him, see him do what he was passionate about. Even when we were kids. That's cool. That's dope that, uh, I don't know. You guys have like known each other in that sort of like creative space for so long. And like, I don't know, still, uh, still to this day you know putting things out or just like helping in some capacity working together creatively i think that's uh that's cool when you get to have like those uh those sort of like long lasting creative relationships like that and just like i don't know you and alpha been fucking making music for a good amount of time now it's like how long does that go back now you know, we smoking weed for the music. Yeah, before yeah. that. Before was, that's the thing, man. It's, it's fam before even this music shit. You know, this is just, it's just a coincidence. We both passionate about it. But like, we, but anyways, though, facts though, to, you know, 2015. Yeah, so like right around the time that I met both of you, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's been cool. It's been cool to see him evolve. You know what I mean? He came in with Alpha Audio, then he, <laughs> he evolved to Alpha 007, and then he evolved to getting to just Alpha, bro. Yeah, just you know Alpha. I, mean? I look at it like that, like just all three eras, you know? The sounds and skills seem like they've definitely, you know, evolved since like through those different uh, aliases and, and variations of the That's the Alpha, the Alpha name. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I got a long way to go, you know, came a long way, got a long way to go. But that's what's up. You messing with any like new software or any like new instrumentations uh, that that you've been using to to build any new stuff recently? That's like I don't know, just yeah, unlocked anything new creatively for you or uh, still just using the old the old tools? Same old. <laughs> <laughs> it right there. Same old, same old. Uh, I'm using the same exact stuff I was using like. I was I didn't even have this whenever uh, when I first met you. Just regular basic launch pad. Um, that's it. I mean, I use a uh, I'll play the keyboard. I'll do the keys. A lot of times I make beats. I just use the keys. Yeah. And the mouse. I'll keep it real. I don't even. Sometimes I'll use the uh, like when I the DJ. I, of course, I use a launch pad. If I'm like chopping up a sample, I'm gonna use a launch pad. But you'll write your own licks on the like, on the piano. Anything else? Like, create, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do that that way, cause the key I just play on the keyboard. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not gonna get on stage with a tuxedo and play the piano. <laughs> like it's too late. <laughs> like maybe about if I start now by thirty, but yeah. Now DJ, when I DJ, it's a different subject because that's uh. Of course, you want to do the regular DJ stuff, you know. So I can't do that with a mouse. Right. It ain't gonna sound like. So then I'm gonna use my. Let's uh, use a launch control. It's super basic. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather. Uh, I think I think it's more fun at least getting to see like you know. You use like a launch pad during while well, when you're DJing than just uh, having a laptop up there or something. Yeah. You know. At least that like creates some additional engagement, I think, in the in the live show, and, like, yeah. knowing that you can like chop things up and and fuck around and manipulate some things still right. and, and whatnot. Like 
Yeah, make it exciting. Got that's what you gotta do, especially at a uh, at a show. Yeah, fuck. I remember even just like Bryson, you using all the different like vocal filters and stuff at the at the shows. Like at like <laughs> after a few deep after seeing you like perform a couple times, and it seems like there's just always been that that desire to like keep changing but also just like hone in things like in the live show to like make it interesting and like get to use some of those vocal filters that you actually use when you're you're recording and just you know uh, i think it makes it stand out you know that was that was something i always took away from the the some aliens performances or just the bryce and the alien performances that there was uh yeah things to remember about the set you know yeah no i definitely still use the same rolling transformer joint that i had you know uh works pretty well i uh, haven't really had the desire to get any other joint because that's just what i had you know what i mean yeah. so that's what i what i use for better or for worse um yeah and then i feel like people taking time out of their day to go watch you and so it got to be like interesting you know worth seeing it worth seeing so i feel like I'm definitely into like stage design and whatnot, and at the very least, trying to project, you know what I mean, some, something on a screen or something, you know what I mean, set up the table, how I do usually with, with the shit, to kind of make it feel like at home, you know what I mean? I, I, I just try and learn after every every show or every, which I'm gonna call it, just, just take something, what, something away, just come back better next time. Yeah, I mean, then you, like, set the intention with all the shit that you're doing. If you're, like, going that deep into, like, the set design and, like, to to make sure everything, you know, looks good on stage, I think it, like, sets a different tone for everybody involved, you know? Yeah, every venue different. You just got to adapt, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like I can just take one idea and apply it everywhere. It's just like, just right. pull, pull up, see what the hell going on, and, and just work with what they got. yeah. But yeah, I think that that's infectious, you know? It's like when you see one one person in, in the group going in, it makes everybody wanna like go in and if like somebody's paying attention to the, the small details of like what the stage is gonna look like or just even bringing certain things to, to make it look a little different than it did for all the other people that performed that night because not everybody brings stuff, you know? So. Yeah that's uh i don't know i think that 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 creates uh a different energy in the room amongst like everybody performers observers like whoever's there you know yeah i just want people to, to show like like we care about this music you know and i mean first and foremost it's like everything else is whatever you know yeah like it's just it's important man hip-hop is important so, like, this shit won't die, man. But I'm good to this path over here, over here might actually be cool. I can do that all on my own, all alone, not bothering you. So let me get my stuff real quick, pack the bags real good. The stash in the safe, need a new spot for good. My ideas, notebooks, and patents, the silks and the satins. I spells for the witchcraft and magic. I can't give Satan any chances. We're not doing dances, only fat raps for the masses. From Detroit to Damascus, Bryson the alien is known not to ask us. Keep static for the fabric. Before the H30 had three classics. 
without Alpha, it wouldn't have happened. And shout out Luke, the slime captain. Hey everybody, I just wanted to take a minute to let you know that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by North 45 Pub, located in the Alphabet District of Northwest Portland. They've got a killer selection of Belgian beers and an extensive liquor wall of over 200 bottles. It's summertime and they've got their 45th Parloma on the menu, their play on the Paloma, as well as their staple food item, the rosemary garlic fries, which are easily my favorite thing on the starters menu. That fry sauce... I don't know what it is, but it's banging. And in addition to the cocktails and the food, they've got one of the best patios in the city, tons of big screens outside to enjoy the sun and all your favorite sports. And the best part is they've also got free live music. You can catch DJs there every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Residencies from local artists including Spinach, Vanport, Sicko Side, and WWJP as well as DJs and beat makers every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss local beat makers Love Jones and Free Tillman every second Sunday and DJ Slim Gweeny every fourth Sunday at North 45 Pub. Now let's get back to the episode. But, you know, it's, it's crazy because when we first met, we both were at, like, studios. You know, like, you was at that one studio. Yeah. We was at yeah. 12A. Right. Damn. I was at that studio like once a week at least doing stuff over there with Mike at Mountaineer Studios where we did that first session. Yeah, that was that was cool, man. That was fun. Yeah, you definitely like see spaces and artists and people go if you hang around for a decent chunk of time. And I feel like in, you know, in the creative space, I think like a five year span is enough to like see a lot of that shit come and go which is uh yeah i don't know yeah it's it's again also though like inspiring like coming together that knowing that uh y'all are still like doing this in whatever form you're doing it you know whether like together or apart or whatever yeah Yeah, we make we make make time yeah (laughs) it's still happening yeah, man, definitely, man. The mission is, is to continue and persevere and thrive. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? At all times. Yeah, definitely. So, Feels like it's happening in its, like, highest form, too. Like, man, so. that's my intention. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also intending to part up this vodka real quick. <laughs> but for real, though, man, like, just, we, we just passionate about it. Yeah, I don't think Bryson ever stops working. He'd be like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a break from the music for a little bit." Then like, next week he'd be like, "Yo, I got this new beat." Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, a, I think I'm gonna lay something else, and I'm like, "Oh man, I do it." I think every time I say that, <laughs> I get something else, ha- something else happening. In the yeah. Land. Yeah, Montez. Yeah, you, know, you uh, often end up being the the counsel a little bit for like what Bryson's working on, <laughs> as far as like if it's uh. <laughs> Like, will he show you things? Like, hey, is this yeah. cool? Like, oh, what? <laughs> like, so I feel like like half of his songs nowadays, I be the one in the uh, booth with him, like sitting there next to him, like, oh man, that shit, that's dope, bro. Like, that shit is fire. Or sometimes we'll be like, nah, let's cut this song off or whatever. But, but generally, <laughs> I like what he be putting down. So yeah, so we just be in there cooking up. Uh, I be with him. Is it uh, easy for you to, like, break down that boundary of just, like, 
being super honest if you if you aren't feeling it or is that the, difficult for you to be like i don't i'm not sure i'm like into this one no nah, my the, the kind of music i like is different from like most other people so like alpha might not like something that i like and uh so, so on and so yeah. forth but me and bryce have been cool for so long like yeah. i'm I just tell them straight up like hell yeah i don't really like this you know what i'm saying like yeah. i ain't really feeling this way but right but it ain't happened so far so yeah yeah man that's man i want somebody to say that so i can get better do, yeah do it yeah. go harder so it can be hard for some people to tell somebody they don't like a song they don't like something mm-hmm. yeah but maybe because they feel like if somebody told them that they'll be hurt mm. mm-hmm. yeah i guess but, it, yeah so they don't want to <laughs> they don't want to they don't want they don't want to put you in that in that situation or I don't know. Sometimes you don't know. You have. To, I feel like that's something you have to learn how to do. Yeah. It's a. It, it feels like it's definitely like a choice to want to be in that sort of environment, that sort of creative environment, or to be in this other creative environment where nobody like really says yeah. shit, and, <laughs> and it does seem like there's a different level of creativity that you're able to like get into i think when it is the more like open honest hey this isn't great you know and but fuck i get like why you don't want to do that to somebody too because especially if you're an artist yourself you know that people put time and energy into their ideas and they and especially when somebody has like a lot of conviction for one of their (laughs) ideas and then you're like this isn't it, man. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't, this one is not it. And, you know, I get why that's a difficult thing to do. It's not the position I want to be in often. That's for sure. Right. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but not, but not saying nothing is worse. Yeah. That's yeah. What I mean, say, no matter how yeah. hard you clown a record, yeah. it's not, you can't, it, there's nothing, it will never be worse than being like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. You let somebody put uh, something shit. out that's whack or whatever. Yeah. You had to, to say so. Like, that's got to. <laughs> yeah, I guess at that point, stay. you're not like really being supportive of right. the project. The all. way, if you, if you want to be supportive, you're not. You're right. doing sure. it in the wrong way. Right. right. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's all about communication. Definitely. There's a lot of people who make music. And, like you said, they love their idea, so. And their friends are just like, yeah, this shit dope. <laughs> this shit dope. We go to the club and we do shows. Like, yeah, this, yeah, this dope. Like, they might even dance. <laughs> <laughs> they might even dance. <laughs> For real. Yeah, man, it's all about what's like standing that. the test of time. You know what I mean? So. That's why I feel the like. The goal that. is to make something age well. Yeah. If it's some, I feel like most of the mainstream music is really the, the dating music. Cause I feel like there's a lot of artists out there who I don't know. Maybe I listen to some. I don't know. Some some underground. Art, I ain't gonna say underground artists, but like, you know, some artists who's not really top forty mainstream. I'm sure, like, cause you hear some old. Uh, I don't know. That's I can't say currency. Uh, it would depend on but, the, the references they yeah. use. There yeah. may be sample choices. I, yeah. Like sometimes fine. people date their stuff with references, but a lot of our music, we don't, we, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. 
I we don't say certain things or we say things right, from the past right. or the future. So it's like we're not like pinpointing the year. Yeah. Just, so I think outside of that, though, I understand what you're saying as far as like the mainstream music usually is pretty like clear where it came from. You know, like it's yeah from being not only the lingo too yeah just the, the way it was permeated in the culture at the time yeah and dropped. the fucking beats usually yeah. though yeah. like the yeah. production also Definitely it production. seems like it's it's That's very like part. i don't know pop like i was just listening to that timberland and magoo from like 2001 and that sounds like 2001. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I, For real I though. I love that. I love that. Any Timberland sounds like early 2005. I love that record, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's an important record to me. It Timberland is. and Magoo oh, 2, I think it is. There's, it's, uh, man, that, that record has like some amazing tracks. Right. But, yeah, Jay Z's Black album feels like it's early. Like I don't know. I don't. Th- I think you, someone would have a pretty good guess, and they'd probably be within like a few years. Uh, Absolutely. Where like yeah, maybe it's just because the underground music is you know not paying attention to the the trends, or they're not working with the hot producer. You know. Yeah, because those years, there's producers have their year. Yeah. They and have their two years, and then. They'll get it again. Right. Five more years. I feel like it's almost like being the president. Yeah. <laughs> or the mayor or something like, you know. Or like, yeah, they're not, the people not operating in that space aren't, they're not chasing it like that. They're just, they're just playing like whatever feels good, I guess. If you're the hot producer for them in three years. Your beats sound like your beats, so the yeah. mirrors sound like you. Yeah. That's dope, though. There's good things about the, you know, the top 40 shit, too, you know? I mean, hell, I, yeah. I love, I love top 40 music from, yeah. from different eras. and But, it, it, yeah, it is a sign of the times, I guess, mm-hmm. right? And though their songs were probably, we probably liked them more if we didn't hear them over and over and over because the top 40 songs they get played on repeat. yeah right right yeah. so you know or the complete opposite like when you show somebody something that you have like a lot of nostalgia for and you're like right. this movie from 1993 is so dope sure. and this person's never seen it and they have no nostalgia to attach to it and they're just like this is this is pretty weak <laughs> and you have to like realize within yourself like yeah, I guess this thing is just like okay, and it means a lot to me because it meant something to me like at a certain point, you know. Right. That's yeah, true. Definitely the vibe sometimes. Yeah, sure. it's funny to say the least. It's funny That's seeing some thought, of that shit. Man. It's crazy thought because I think back on like a lot of music I used to listen to and like how it affected me at that time and think about it like now, like a lot of people might not even have ever liked that music. Yeah. Yeah, like I bought like an Evanescence album when they first came out, like oh, when damn. I was younger. Like <laughs> I know, right? You want me to jump in the water with you? <laughs> I've seen Evanescence like in concert. Oh wow! Yeah, that was yeah. There's 
I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, go back and like shit. Certain shit just doesn't like, I don't know. Does that music connect for you still? I mean, still no. Yeah, right. (laughs) But at the time, like. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I feel feel similar. It's just like there's a lot of stuff from a certain era where like I, I'm just like, whoa, that's wild that like I had this, this stage where like I really connected to, to certain things that like. I really don't understand like at this point you know it's just like stepping stones I guess and just like yeah whatever you're exposed to as well it's like maybe a part of it but yeah it's fucking weird man (laughs) it is weird it's far out like yeah sometimes you gotta tap back into that nostalgia to to remember who you are and remember who you were before all this madness I think it's important for sure to connect with your inner self inner child whatever the hell is helpful however you got to do that sometimes no one else is going to understand that you gotta just you know what i'm saying sometimes you just gotta just roll roll up one and go watch matilda (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's my that's my movie couldn't agree more but like what is uh what's something for you that has not aged well you know like because you know, there's a bunch of stuff that I all like. I still love. I love. I love when I go back to like an old album that I loved, and I still love it. You know, and I'm just like, oh, this still like sits right. But, yeah. but what's something that yeah has has not aged well for you, Bryson? Like yeah, we're talking great. about Evanescence, bro. Yeah, I, jump yeah, in the like, fucking no, water. I am, bro. No, I am. I'm bro. <laughs> bro, I had an Acon <laughs> CD. Oh, Acon, nice. Bro, I had the, okay. the, what was it? Uh, oh, was it was it Convicted? Which one? Yeah, it was yeah. Convicted. But look, you got remember Smack That oh, with Eminem, yeah, yeah, and I Wanna Love You yeah. with Snoop yeah. Dogg. Bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can listen to that with a straight face. But ironically, you already know. Like, yeah, like a few years ago, I went back and listened to that first St. Lunatics record. That's another great example. That was a interesting experience where I was like, the mm. cadence and the voices. Murphy and like Lee, you said, the production yeah. is almost yeah. kind of like, uh, almost, yeah. nov- almost not novice sounding in a way, but they were using a fruity loop. But you know so. it's fucking 2003. Absolutely. You, know, you like, almost imagine the white teeth <laughs> and the band-aid yeah, over the yeah, eye, yeah, yeah. under the eye. You know I'm like saying with like the Ludacris the album. Yeah, Ludacris album, Scream 2000s. Yeah. I love them still. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool, man. Like, yeah, the Luda's the Luda records I, are cool. I, I yeah. feel like he, those are definitely classics. But and it's just like just like just so creative hip hop. It's like it, it's yeah. so so dope and creative. Like, Let me ask you this: that shit, that shit stands up still. Like, if his delivery, going back to maybe there being some nostalgia attached to the Luda stuff, maybe possibly, like. If you showed someone Ludacris that had never heard Ludacris before, would you understand if they didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Especially in this day and age, yeah, I definitely would understand. I just wonder what that's like to hear Ludacris for the first time now. Oh, man. 
I want to find somebody now. Can't wait to play it. Playing for Gemma. That's going to be so <laughs> fun, bro. That's going to be so fun. Dang, yeah, that's interesting. Now, where'd you get that platinum chain with them diamonds in it? Where'd you get that matching beans with them windows in it? Who them girls you be with when you be riding through? Man, I ain't got nothing to prove. I paid my dues. Breaking the rules and shake fools while I'm taking it. Tell me who's your man and how do you smoke so good? I think I'm going to make it like a new personal goal to start uh, doing those like reaction videos for like some people that have never heard Ludacris before and then that listen that like like rap music right already at least I don't want to like just just go with people that don't yeah, like gotta, the genre you gotta find those people so they gotta be foreign because in America you got you got no Ludacris hmm. right or and, and hip hop, you know I mean? like, or do you just yeah? You just find an eighteen year old or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Or do you only know him as the hit star of those Fast and the Furious yeah. movies? You know? Yeah, I forgot all about that. I forgot yeah. all about those movies. Yeah, no. Bro, that movie game something else, bro. Yeah. I'm on it. Can't wait. I I watched all those Fast and the Furious movies recently. In order, like back to back to back. Yeah, I mean not like. Yeah, consecutively <laughs> but yes in order over like yeah, a period of about it. three weeks i saw all of them and uh i didn't know that i was a fast and the furious fan Damn. until i got deep into the series because like once it gets four five five through seven are amazing movies okay. <laughs> They're like so bad. You're the first person. I they're so bad, but they're so good. <laughs> they and they, they just all got like, huge budget. It's just yeah, it's just entertaining. Insane. First person in history. They parachute, dude. They parachute cars out of a fucking plane. Like <laughs> it's ludicrous. not racing. Oh, every time I see Ludacris come on this on the on the screen, though, like I can't like refrain from just being like luda <laughs> just every time i'm just like god damn it dude like you know who he is and what yeah. he done and what he what he means to yeah. this man Def Vendetta, you know <laughs> yeah bro it's impossible it's impossible yeah. for me to not see it shots out the ludicrous do you both play a lot of music around your kids hell yeah i mean i know <laughs> bryson i know you're newer in the game yeah man you already know a lot of music, but not definitely playing a lot of Beyonce for sure. Right. A lot of Beyonce, a lot of Beyonce, a lot of Aretha Franklin. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Playing, I'm playing a lot of Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> she likes, she likes Nicki Minaj. Yo, I would be playing Anita Baker too, man. If she was on streaming, man, they need to work that out. Just you play it on YouTube or something. Also, work that out with Daylight Soul too. Yeah. Daylight Soul and Anita Baker, man. You just got a YouTube. Man, you better get them their masters, man. Bootleg. <laughs> Bootleg everything. Yeah, man. No, make Napster. sure they get their money, man. Make sure Napster. They get their money. <laughs> bring back Napster. Bring that back. No, bro. I look at it like this. No, man. Napster. Look, man. I'd be like, if you made something dope and people still appreciate it years later, man, you deserve to be compensated for that shit, man. Not yeah. get jerked, yeah. bro. Yeah, for so, sure. But I'm poor enough for them, bro. They deserve they shit you know what I mean like it's effort to step in a booth and do some shit it's effort that makes it it's effort to put it out it's like you know what I mean and the code, the code. I feel like I should get healthcare off top just off the strength of this bro it's like <laughs> hip hop gotta take care of their people man. that's true 
It's important. We also are deep, really blessed to be in a time where uh, the equipment is real basic now. Like, you know, right. we gotta go to a high-end studio yeah. with all the bells and whistles, with tape reels and running all the all these reels just to get shit done. It's like, you got Ableton, you got GarageBand to plug up the mic and the fucking USB. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just worrying about mixing and shit later. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the thing too is like is 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 way easier you know what i mean if we were in the 80s or something maybe i will only have two albums <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like if we were in a time where it was way more expensive to do it probably it probably would w- wouldn't happen because the first one or two records wouldn't have took off and then it'd be like well i made those i sold a hundred thousand the whatever yeah. you know but but now we in a time where like you can make it upload it it's, it's not too much of a worry so that's that's a huge part of it yeah the only exchange is time like really at this point like if you if you put the time if you want to like put music out you can put music out like you can put yeah, you, can put, your, you can put your voice memos out if you yeah, want time. as a as an album on Spotify. Yeah, like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, that's crazy, bro. but it I is time, most, obviously, and that's the most expensive thing. Right. Too. It's probably the most important lesson. Uh, this this whole chat, just like how important, and how fleeting it is. Yeah, I would imagine that that lens changes too. Like now that you know, you both have kids. This is a, like first time I'm chatting with either of you since you've you know right. had kids so i was just imagine that that like changes everything i don't have kids so i don't have that lens of uh how finite maybe that free time is to uh to get to work so do you feel I like, feel like that's... you if i have a kid you're gonna find out <laughs> this <laughs> this is the it. next podcast we'll be talking to you about it <laughs> <laughs> uh man right. is that life multiply bro. is it uh more of yeah. a motivator or is it like of, yeah. of like what you do with that free time or to like Def- get it in De- definitely but i feel like i was already pretty driven person but yeah like, but definitely, for sure you know, for sure yeah right. obviously like, now i'm like gotta make sure i'm on point you know what right. I mean? so i was already like that but now it's like just a, definitely a, a, a step yeah, another notch sure. yeah. so it's like you know we've been at this for a minute so it's like it's not like we now on our crying it's just like now it's like Insurance success, right. like guarantee yeah. it, like to guarantee it happens. So, yeah. you, I, it, just another notch, another level, bro. New levels, new devils. That's all. That's all it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> first line will be Tay World sixty four, bro. That's the first. That's the first bar, bro. That's why I said that for a reason, bro. New levels, new devils. So that's all. That's all it is. It's like you, the more you go up, just the more. The more you be. On, on your shit so but it's making the most of it definitely got a lot more to work for now right yeah no for real yeah no doubt man but super facts super facts man and just just blessed but just as far as fatherhood goes man it's like it's cool man it's just cool as you know grow every day and do stuff like I love spending every moment with her I don't want to go nowhere you know, you know what I'm saying I don't mind getting up in the morning feeling like it's like it's my buddy you know so just in there watching Steven Universe and you know what I mean and just bro we just I don't know I'm just just enjoying it and just blessed I'm, I'm here to do it 
and I just pray everything work out. But I love them, and I, I just want to see them, see them grow. Want to send her off to college, you know what I mean? Yeah. Want, want everything, bro. So just gotta stay prayed up out here, man. Keep showing her good music, bro. For sure, <laughs> for sure, man. Like showing her music, and I, and you know, I know one day it's gonna come where she got to hear my stuff, and it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be interesting to, to see what, what this what this kid think. Because like, if I was with my mom or dad, and it was like. I made this in '94. Yeah. I made this in '96. I made, it, you know, what I mean, I wonder like what what Hove do with Blue Ivy, but you know, like you know, she's she like listening to Reasonable Doubt, like uh, what is? It? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is how old that you know what I mean? Like so, I don't know. So, but it, it just it just be interesting. But I just I don't know. I wanted to be, be a, a nurse or something. You know what I mean, like. It would be cool if she's in the music. I'm like, man, don't do this music shit, bro. It's like, only if you really like it. Only if you really like it. Like, don't do it because we over here working on this. Like, yo, just be an astrophysicist or something. Like, you know what I mean? Go build some rockets, bro. Be an archaeologist or something, bro. Like, this music shit, only if you love it. But this shit, this shit trash most of the time. It's just fun. But, but we love the music and we love it just just evolving growing whatever the hell but so yeah man blessed man blessed blessed she's healthy man i don't know i'm just last thing i was gonna say just i'm the most important thing i just just excited to see what she become you know that's why i'm like throwing out all these different occupations like that's so exciting to me to see what her interest is going to be what she gonna like like i'm so i can't wait for her to tell me you know what i mean with her own own face so yeah it's gonna be dope when i'm talking to her on she like episode bro she might play evanescence every day i'm gonna talk to her on like episode 1018 and she's gonna be like deep into the into the music game <laughs> no i definitely buy deep she wants to pull up to these for sure you know I mean? like as long as we here bro we just we just doing every 18 bro um rain hell sleet snow but thinking about like how you were saying like she's eventually going to hear this music so like are you thinking about that now that yeah. she is in existence are you thinking about that now as you create the music or do you feel like your lens for like your creative lens is like changed in in any way or it's same on me but it's also me knowing that that's also a thing now too it's like me knowing that yep she's probably gonna hear this so let me make sure, you know what I mean? I don't say bitch too many times or say, you know what I mean? Say certain things too many times because I'm like still get mine off. But you do it more tastefully. Just a little bit more tastefully. So. But yeah, man. So I, I try and put important lyrics, important bars in there. So it's like, ah, someone told you. So you, you heard it before. So it's like, mm. you you can move how you want, but it's like you can't say no way ain't, ain't told you. So I like that's important. So I just got to fit as many jewels in there as possible. But then also just make sure the beats are fire too. You know what I mean? Stand prayed up, man. Just making good music for the people, man. And I'm mm. just thankful, man. Just just happy to have you here, bro. And just, yeah, just, just happy here. It's some good spirits. Like it's always a fun time. You know what I mean? So, but also just threaten, threaten the quilt. 
you know what I'm saying, since a lot has happened since, you know what I'm saying, the last, the last ep- episode, you know what I mean, so I feel like these, these are so important, because people can connect everything, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah. yeah it's pretty wild, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, as far as you saying that you, you feel like you're putting out good energy, I would say that that's like, that's the reason thing. I continue to to show up, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, I like hanging around you. Like I like, I've I've like really enjoyed getting to know both of you. And like sometimes this is like the only opportunity to like to kick it. And this is just like the way that we do it. We document it in yeah. some way. And uh, just been through a lot, man. You yeah. see me in all sorts of phases. You know what I mean? You just see me in just so many so many variations. You know what I'm saying? Like, likewise. Like man. I was, I was, I was, I was really down bad when I first got here. You know what I mean? So I was like, like you've seen, you've you've seen that the evolution of this, and just think, just thankful, man. Like, just thankful. Uh, at the very least, man, we 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 just leaving a lot behind for people to just absorb. You know what I'm saying? Like, because all this music. All these podcasts is going to outlive all us, you know what I mean? So it's important of just really speaking your art, saying what you need to say, doing what you need to do, man. It's, it should not promise, bro. Be watching Grey's Anatomy like every day, bro. <laughs> like I don't need no reminders about what the hell going on, bro. It's like, bro, the dice be rolling, bro. <laughs> so I'm just like just enjoying the moment. You know what I mean, trying to eat healthy. You know what I mean. Do some push-ups. You know what I mean. Good night elliptical. You know what I mean. Try try going vegan, man. It might be chill. Just not go vegetarian. It might be chill. Get like me, bro. Get like start me. juicing some carrots or something, bro. Just start juicing just, some carrots. Just, just do whatever, bro. Just <laughs> man, like this shit is fleeting, man. So just like just, just try and try and prolong it and enjoy it and leave shit behind. And, and just not be an asshole. Like that shit is simple as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like it's just. No, we just had birthdays pass, and every, the older I get, the more I realize life really is fleeting. So. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so, man. That that's a you know a good driving force with the tunes too. It's like, I like you know, it's just. Just a reminder. Not knowing yeah. some morbid shit, but it's, oh, like, yeah, but it's yeah. like with Doom. Like he died. Like Doom died at fifty. So it's it like, all right. So it's like, if I had till fifty, what the hell I want to leave? You know what I'm saying? So, so it's just stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just like, what what was was my my goal for fifty? When I'm at fifty, what what I wanted to look like? You know, when I'm at sixty, what I want? Like, yeah. When I'm at seventy, you know what I mean? Like I still want to do the jazz album. I play sax. You know what I mean? It's like. It's a lot of layers to it. It's been dope to like document it though, or like document this like for the last like six years or whatever in different kind of forms and whatnot. And I definitely, uh, yeah, I've really been enjoying the the UAP shit that you've been doing a lot. Like, yeah, I want to play the episode out with Mega Man. Yeah, man, I was working on that in the Punks Line thing during the pandemic when I was at home when I was laid off and I couldn't couldn't do nothing. I was just yeah. in there. 
just 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 laying joints in the back. You know what I mean? UAP is with Alex and, and Brian, Pioneer 11, Synthwave right. Duo out in L.A. And then I was also working with Luke yeah. out in Stockholm Suite and, you know what I'm saying, all the way on the other side, sending the records, sending ideas back and forth, emailing constantly, just, just trying to get something dope. And now they're both coming out at the same time. The UAP one is out in Punk Slime, September 16th. It's dropping. But we're putting out, like, two more singles in August. But it's already submitted. It's already, it's happening. It's already, it's already in, in there. So we're getting both those this year among a whole bunch of other shit. Hell yeah. That I can't talk about just yet. But, Press start. But uh, <laughs> yeah, July 22nd, that's all I can say right now. I'm excited to play it out with Mega Man. Yeah. I love this track. Yeah, me too, man. Shout out Kent Loon. Shout out Power Record. Shout out Pioneer 11 UAP. Uh, shout out Jeff Weiss. Um, shout out LA, man. It's crazy out there. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Fat Burger. That's for sure. Fat Burger. That's my spot. Definitely need a sponsorship. You like Fat Burger, huh? <laughs> Bro, I like the, the skinny fries or the, you get the fat okay. fries, either or. All right. You know what I mean? Impossible Burger is fire. Um, so shout out them. But yeah, man, love, love that song and, and shout out Casual Abductions too, bro. Mm. Like I ain't gonna hold y'all too long, but man, like I've been screaming album of the year, bro, and people have been bigging me up, bro. So it's like, I I, I just want to see on December thirty first, twenty twenty two, bro. What what standing up with that as far as the hip hop goes, bro? I tell you from the the beats, from the features. To just even where I'm at in the game right now, bro. I don't got a thousand followers on nothing, bro. I don't got no blue check. I don't got nothing, bro. But I put all, I got, you know what I'm saying? All those people, and they genuinely fuck with me. Right. And I talk to them on a the daily. And they're my homies. You know what I mean? Shout out Open My Ego. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Tony, Fat Boy Sharif. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Chester. I mean, Archibald. You know what I'm saying? Archibald Slim, bro. That's the homie, too. Um, you know I me. Mean? Shout out Outlaw Mail. Shout out Outfit Texas. Uh, shout out Base Guy, obviously. Base Guy. We texting a little B. All sorts of bullshit, bro. That's the, that's the big homie. You know I mean, shout out Keyboard Kid, obviously. That's the homie. Uh, you know what I mean? Shout out Chuck English. You know what I'm saying? I talk to him when I'm caring. He's a busy dude. Um, just just thank for all for all these people that I just like collaborate with me and just sending me stuff and and that's that's just dope. That's just dope, man. I just I just feel like if my shit wasn't dope, these people wouldn't wouldn't give a fuck about supplying me. You know what I mean? So I don't know. <laughs> it's just 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 big shoes, man. I just I just gotta just make sure, bro, like that there's a, a direct lineage between the cool kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> they chug Mikey and, and then us. You know what I mean? Like, make sure it's a direct lineage. It's like, from that came this shit. And from this shit, this, this was the shit. Until this was over. And then after that, these, like, that's what it's all about. It's like making sure, like, all our influences, you know what I'm saying? From Doom, Red Man, whatever. Big, biggie, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure it's a direct, direct lineage. 
which is just hip hop, man. But it's important because as you see, as we just talked about earlier, it's like shit got way out of hand, <laughs> way out of hand with the hip hop early two thousands. Like people just started bling blinging and stopped caring about <laughs> like making dope music, dope, important man. music, shit for women, like uplifting shit. You know what I mean. We needed a few more Hey Mamas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dear Mamas, I mean. Oh, Hey Mama, too, with Kanye. But we needed, but but Dear dear Mama with, yeah, with Tupac. Right. Like we needed a few more, then we needed 20 more. You know what I'm saying? But there's room for Jermaine Dupree, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was. But I just feel like the counter that is like, I know. can you just say? In, in, in 2002, can you say it was a balance? Did you, uh, did you say they, they was playing Ras Cast too? Yeah. Did you say they were playing Killer Priest too? Like at yeah. the same time on the station? Yeah. That's no, so that no, so it's, it's not like yeah. they don't got a place. It's just like, was it a balance? Like, what did you yeah. hear more of? There's just not the same accessibility as now. Right. It, and it should be it should be so. equal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now it's not. I feel like it's just about, like I said, staying the test of time, make sure it's dope. You know, yeah. I mean, all that other shit is whatever. You do it for the love of it. Simple. You know what I mean? Just because I love it. All that is extra. It's definitely the goal. But it's like, make sure we love this shit. Make sure we're not burnt out. Make sure we're not stressing each other out. Making the shit. Making sure we like our releases. Make sure everything's is how we want. Making sure I have a few so Caliber bars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making sure I have a few Metal Gear Solid bars. You know what I'm saying? Making sure I have a few Luigi bars. You know what I'm saying? Mario <laughs> bars. Is like, So it's like, as much as this is fun, it's like, I know where, I, where I'm at in, in, in my lane. So it's like, like we got to talk about Power Stone real quick, bro. It's like, Gear we got to right, talk about Metal Gear. We got to talk about Tekken. Lots of Tekken. Yeah, there'll be lots of Tekken. <laughs> like, we got to talk about Street Fighter. We got to talk Mortal about Kombat. Mega Man. Oh, you see, what, man, I'm, you see that's what I'm saying. It's like so. It's like you know? because of where we at with it. Is like that's where I'm at. It's like you know what I mean. I got cyclops on, on the top, bro. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and stamp it because, because I know how people bite. So it's like I already have a, a joint from 2020 called Cyclops that will probably drop on UAP too. <laughs> like so, we already on it. Like just, just, just go ahead and. Get the styrofoam cup or whatever y'all do, y'all. Just do the other <laughs> shit, bro. We 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 got this this game and shit. This is our shit, bro. We pioneered to the game rap. That's honestly like the, I, almost the note. I, I, I can't even leave this shit on, bro. It's like, bro, we pioneered this video game rap shit, bro. But it's like you almost got to name people before us who who did that, who named tapes after controller parts. You know what I'm saying? Games and, and songs and, and references to, to this degree to ad nauseum. It's like ad nauseum. you just you just got people who just have song titles or maybe a project or maybe a cover art. But it's like who really lit like live this now, bro? So we're the pioneers. We pioneered this shit. So anything that comes after this, bro, it's like you know who they was listening to, bro. You know who's on the mood board. <laughs> So, no bro, it's like just, just name, just, just name me, someone who, who, who took it this far, bro. With the video, with the video game, with the system. <laughs> Console. 
Con- console rap. That's true. Console All right. Rap. Console <laughs> rap, bro. There we go. There, and now it's coined. Console <laughs> no, rap, bro. You heard it here first. They're going to be like from 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 2016 <laughs> to, the, to 2030s. It was a, 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 a surgeon. <laughs> Uh, this isn't a uh, this is a, a piece of of console rap right here. Um, episode three hundred eighteen. Some aliens. The return. The saga continues. Uh, Alpha Tasmania. We need a strong. It's we need a strong. It's a program to properly sail it out before we get into this Mega Man track. Dead y'all? cable. <laughs> Dead cable. Dead cable, bro. The one and only. Dead bro. cable. You're such a legend, dude. Love all your DJ stuff. Yeah, okay. I, I got to pull up to one of them joints again. Yeah, come I always on, have man. fun. Come Give out. me a little, little mojito. <laughs> a little mimosa. Do my little two-step. For sure, bro. Just really big ups to you, bro. Big ups to you, bro. Course, Before we course. close things yeah, out, bro. I ain't going to even hold you, bro. We've been here two, two and a half yeah. hours. So <laughs> it's like, I'm good. Damn. I just, just want to extra big you up before this shit Give is over. Give a couple shout-outs. Yeah, man, because... <laughs> really you really I do bro like you definitely a legendary legendary dude here in Portland, Portland Pacific Northwest as far as journaling documenting shit they're like Danny K definitely top five definitely top three I've heard a lot in my year of being here about Danny you bro bro you're definitely big. an elite elite podcaster dude so oh. I was like oh. I just wish you the best bro I just look forward to 418, and I'm bringing my kid on my lap, and she's yeah, out here whining yeah, about something. Absolutely. Then I put her in the house or something. So just like, let's keep it going, man. Lord Damn. willing, I appreciate all Damn. y'all, bro. Thanks for thanks for coming out, man. It's been fun, man. Please boom, right. boom the music, bro. Please buy it on Bandcamp. Look out for Tasmania, bro. Tasmania, you already know. So, <laughs> shout out Punk Slime. Shout out Power Records. Shout out, shout out, Just Alpha. Right. You know what I mean? We really in here. Some aliens. Uh, we definitely got a show coming up for sure, and it's definitely like in probably two weeks. I don't want to say too much yet. I'll wait to the announcement, but you definitely see us, man. So just pull up, man. We appreciate. Appreciate yeah, you, man, appreciate very you much. guys. We're making Thank time you. out of your day. Thank We're all you busy, for taking man. Time and yeah, uh, yeah, just great to. I guess yeah, it's about, uh, keep up with you guys. Bro, Casual Productions by UAP. It's a program. It's definitely probably album of the year. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I'm up there. Shout out Billy Woods and um, Elucid. Shout out Arm and Hammer. Those the homies. And I'll just leave it, on, leave it out on that. Mega Man. That's the Jelly Jams. And we will catch you on the flip side. Portland or wherever you are listening from. Off a leech for the money and the power Powered up, shawty, I got juice for some hours Generator swag, I'm ready for the outage Outrage out here, thugging for them options Tell Stroop, I'll be back with a thousand Wait to monetize sound and go buy some housing Give back to the hood like I dropped it My top back your hood, see how I'm rocking in the lanes, middle lane, that's raw shit. Pull a quick on the target. Red out to come sparking. K down on top dogging. Twin loves we chariot. Free slaves like Harriet. Waves gun, I carry it. Power up like a makeup man lost on a stranger foreign land. Quick on my feet, get me out of jam. Rick Rubin, how I def jam. 
rock man like a rock band But I rap vivid tales for the record fam Pioneer loving happen ever again Descendants lock in so I'm backsizing Watch me cut man, spill your guts man I'm cold like the ice man, I'm the bond man Weezy in the flow, feeling like the fireman For the crown, I'm the one you should've liked man Boss stage, put a wrench in your game plan BTA need water like your house plant Make the airways better when I try jams Buck Tommy boy, I need my daylight soul jams Put the quap in my hand Or hit the direct deposit when I land I'm taking pictures with my fans Sign the autograph squad popping in Japan Power up like a makeup man Lost on a stranger foreign land Quick on my feet, get me out of jam Rick Rubin, how I def jam Rock man like a rock band But I rap vivid tales for the record fam Pioneer loving happen ever again This in this live in, so I'm backsizing No fucks, I was 14, getting hit on a bus now Touching so much dangerous, had me when I'm in a rush now And your favorite thought, he told that bitch that she a bust down Keep a gas mask for the first shit in the air, yeah Told that bitch to chase her bag and not me life ain't fair, nah Basing my jello in my jacket by my club, yeah She like my drip, she know my team for real, nah Smoking out a pee, I'm a hound, you a kitty cat Never fumble on the bag, I treat it like a running back Tell her bring a friend with a friend We gon' run it back Thinkin' about the times I didn't have shit Had a flippin' sack Hey, just wanna give a big shout out to Distro Kid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Can't say thank you enough to Distro Kid for their longtime support of this thing. Make sure you go into the episode notes and find that Distro Kid link to receive 30% off your first year of membership, making their already affordable prices even cheaper for you. So make sure you take advantage of that. You can also find the link in my link tree in my Instagram bio. Big thanks to DistroKid and the other sponsors of the show, Produce Row Cafe and North 45. Stay up, stay tuned.